back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Rich people. Rich people. Joe Biden is always attacking rich people. And he wants to punish rich people. Now, of course, the irony is the new Democratic Party is really basically made up of rich people, the elites from Silicon Valley and Wall Street and all that. It's the Trump Republicans that are the working folks, the middle-class, blue-collar working folks. But whatever, Biden loves to attack rich people and blame Donald Trump or Ronald Reagan or me or somebody. And it's all a lot of malarkey, to coin a phrase. Anyway, let's bring in Michael Falkender, professor of finance at the University of Maryland. He was formerly the assistant secretary of the Treasury for economics during the Trump years, and he is the head economist of the America First Policy Institute, chief economist of the AFPI. Michael, uh, you know, I, I talked about this on the show this week and wrote it up a little bit. Biden's always – so here's the, some numbers. The richest 1% of the economy, which is roughly $680,000 and above, so they paid 46% of the federal income tax, almost half. So mm-hmm. Biden's always saying they don't pay their fair share and we have to tax them. They're already paying about half, okay? And they make a quarter of the income and pay half the taxes. Now, I think that's unfair. And I don't know what Joe Biden's talking about or why he thinks he's going to gain any uh, currency by continuously attacking rich people. The, the conclusion that I've come to, Larry, is that he really has transformed into a progressive. And these are the people who do not think that private wealth should exist, that Mm. there should be private property or private decision making. The far left really does believe that people like AOC and Bernie Sanders, who are elected to Congress, are somehow going to be better stewards of the financial resources of our economy than the Elon Musk's or the Tim Cook's of the world, who are actually out there transforming lives, creating new technologies, fundamentally altering industries, they really do think that power ought to be consolidated in Washington, that through regulation and taxation, they're going to control resource allocation. And so private accumulation of wealth is something to be demonized. We saw this under Obama, right? That he came out and said, you didn't build that, that profits Hmm. are theft. This is the new religion that has really taken over the Democratic Party, and that's why they lead with bashing private wealth. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, you know, it's okay. It's like um, 
we're all it's a free country and we're all entitled to our opinions. But we're not entitled to all the facts. The facts are the facts. And so what what Biden is saying is just completely erroneous. The other little dirty secret here is research shows over the past 40 years um, or more, the lower the tax rate, the greater share of the federal income taxes paid by the rich. So when Reagan cut the top rate from 70 to 30, the share of uh, tax payments shouldered by the top 1% went from below 20% to nearly 40%. And then swing over to the Trump tax cuts, which were corporate and individual tax cuts, uh, the top 1% went from just under 40 to nearly 50. So here's another point. Uh, higher taxes won't make them pay more. Lower taxes make them pay more. You know why? Because tax sheltering doesn't pay anymore, right? It's not worth it. it. costs too much money. Low tax rates, you don't have to waste your money sheltering. So this is what Blaffer talked about. But this is another point that the left will never concede, even though the numbers show that. That's absolutely correct, because the wealthy are able to move their income around, whether right. that be in different asset vehicles or that be different geographies. And so, you know, a lot of the work that I was doing prior to coming into the administration was on how firms move money to different tax locations Mm. based upon the incentives that are created. A lot of the reason that Secretary Mnuchin was interested in hiring me is because I was somebody who had done research on things like repatriation holidays and some of the perverse incentives in the tax code. Capital is so geographically mobile that if and because it's a competitive environment around the world for capital, if we have too high of a corporate income tax rate, that those that money, but also the economic activity underlying it, will move abroad. The thing that people, even the Obama administration, admitted was, you know, in 1986 when Reagan did the last major corporate income tax reform prior to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. The 35% corporate income tax rate that we instituted here in the United States was below the median among the developed world. Now, between 1986 and 2017, when the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was passed, we did nothing to our corporate income tax rate. And yet in that time period, we went from a below median corporate income tax rate in the developed world to the highest. Mm. Now, how can that be? It's because everybody else was lowering their rates because they recognized that having a competitive environment where businesses want to locate activity in your country Mm. is good for the people that live there. That that's how you land multinational activities. Because capital is so mobile, there are limits to how much of a tax you can impose upon it. And that's exactly the beauty of what Art Laffer did Mm. all those decades ago in, in creating the Laffer Curve, is he realized that as long as tax jurisdictions compete for wealth and compete for labor, then too high of a tax rate means that people are going to leave your jurisdiction. And isn't that exactly what we're seeing, Larry, in New York and in California, mm. that the blue state model of wealth confiscation through the tax code fails? There are limits as to how high it can be. And so, as you said, lower tax rates actually increase the amount of economic activity happening within your jurisdiction and increase revenue. <laughs> Mike Falkender of uh, AFPI and University of Maryland. Good stuff. By the way, the problem is spending is too high, not that tax revenues are too low. 
I'm Cudlow. We're going to take a break. And on the other side of the break, we will do some stock market work. The AI Gold Rush. Stick around, folks. Stick around, folks. 